Louise Cooney's Open Book, a Go Loud original podcast. Hello, you're very welcome back to Open Book presented by Go Loud. I'm Louise Cooney and this podcast is sponsored by my good friends over at Ampost. The written word has always been at the heart of Ampost and both Ampost and books continue to connect people all over the world. So they are the perfect sponsor. I'm just so delighted to have them on board. As you may or may not know, this podcast originated from our virtual book club, which I launched back in 2020, which I know feels like a lifetime ago now. We met on Zoom every week and created a really lovely community that I just did not want to let go of. Unpost is actually launching their very own book club on TikTok in July, which I'm really excited for. Each month, we'll be picking a hot new Irish book to sink our teeth into. First up is Dirty Laundry by Disha Bose. You won't want to miss this, so pick up your copy now. Enjoy an exclusive 10% discount for Unpost book clubbers from select retailers. For info, visit unpost.com forward slash book club. I've actually already started Dirty Laundry, so I'm getting a little bit of a head start and I'm really excited to chat about it in July. This week's guest is Frances Kelleher. She is Ireland's dating coach of the year. I have loads of questions that some of you sent in, which I'm really excited to ask her. And she really is like an expert in the world of dating and in relationships. She's going to give some tips on meeting in real life using dating apps. And she's going to explain some of the terminology around that too. So I hope it's helpful for those of you who are single and looking for love. Francis, I'm so excited to have you here today. As I just said to you, it feels like the start of the love season because Love Island has just started. It's wedding season at the moment. It's a good time to have you on. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, it is. It's very fitting. I agree. (laughs) You're Ireland's dating coach of the year. How did you get involved in this area? So I did life coaching. I did a life coaching course and I then found out about the loneliness epidemic. This is way before COVID. There is a worldwide loneliness Mm. epidemic. It's so tragic. And basically it covers all demographics, all age groups. Before it used to just be the older people Mm -hmm. that used to be lonely or people that their children were leaving for college and maybe, you know, the older generation, 70, 80 year olds. Now it's like even 18, 19, 20 year olds. So that just struck a chord with me. And I thought with all the social media and all the communication in the modern world and people have never been as lonely. So that's how I specialised into the dating scene and the relationship scene because, you know, all the research says it's the quality of our relationships that makes us the happiest. That's what determines your happiness in life. It's not how much money you have or what kind of car Mm. you drive. It's the connections you have, the deep connections with other people. And a lot of career women, you know, I was hearing that they were saying, I have everything. I, I Even one client said to me, I have my own house. I can buy any shoe I want. I have a booming business, but I have nobody to share it with. Mm-hmm. And I just thought that was so sad. So that's how I specialized into the relationship arena. What age group would you say are coming to you the most? Between the 30 to 42 year olds. Okay. And that is the matchmakers as well will tell you in Ireland. That's the biggest pool of single people in Ireland mm. because people are concentrating on their careers you know, they're putting their relationships on the back burner Mm. or having one. And then, you know, they're in their house or they're looking to buy a house and share, you know, Mm -hmm. their nest, as it were, with somebody, you know, after they've established their career. And that's when they're thinking, you know, again, I have everything. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of things in my life. Everything is sorted, but this one arena. And I suppose, like, as a woman, your biological clock 
or, you know, like, I don't even know if that's right to say, but like you start to think, do I want a family? Do you know? And also it's wedding season. I'm going to five or six weddings this year. Wow. Same last year, you know, so I can understand why it would be on your mind. You know, you'd, you know, and you, it feels sometimes like, or it can feel like everybody's paired off and, you know, you can feel quite lonely in that sense. A hundred percent. You're so correct. Yeah. Because, you know, women come to me and they say the thing about the biological clock. It's true. It's a fact. Mm. You're right. People want to have children. Women at that age, some of them are desperate to have children. And I know women that are freezing their eggs because they haven't met the right person mm-hmm. and they don't want to miss that opportunity in that timeline. And as well, it does become harder because your friends are pairing off and, you know, girls come to me and they say, I don't even have somebody to go out with. I don't have mm. anybody to go to the pub or nightclub yeah. anymore mm-hmm. to meet somebody even in real life. That's why the dating apps are brilliant. I know the thinking around dating apps is people are, you know, they've swipe fatigue, they're exhausted. The research says now nine out of 10 people are sick of the apps, but 99% of people aren't using them correctly. If you use them mm. correctly, they can be brilliant. Like they're very good, but the thinking now is wrong, especially after COVID, you know, all we had was the apps and people are tired of them. But if people have the right thinking, the right strategy to, to, <laughs> to go on the apps, you know, they can be very successful. One in three people. Strategy. There's a strategy. Oh, yeah. I'm big into strategy. (laughs) Everything is strategy um, with the apps, really. I mean, there's only two reasons you should be on the apps. Number one, to connect with people, you know, throw your Mm. net wider. And number two, to try and get the real life date. Mm -hmm. So people go on and they send instead, they send 10,000 texts over two months and everything is said and done. There's Mm -hmm. no need for a real date. I mean, this is my formula for dating, you know. Anticipation plus mystery plus curiosity. Those three things. Mystery, anticipation, curiosity. So you think don't have much of a conversation online? Don't. No, because that equals passion and desire. And Mm -hmm. really the research has shown the longer you speak to somebody, this isn't my opinion, this is the studies, the longer you speak to somebody online, the less likely would you have of getting a date. Mm. So you should get off after four or five messages. And also just like Instagram and social media and dating apps, like talking to someone online is not talking to them in real life. It's not the same thing at all. Exactly. Some people are just not very good at texting or like, you know, these, these kind of things. But we will talk about dating apps a little bit later because when I put up a question box, so many people wrote back and said, I, I'm so sick of dating apps. I need advice. How do I meet people in real life? But I wanted to ask you first, what is the most common dating mistake that you come across? For women, 110%, it's pursuing the guy. We are in our masculine energy more now in the modern world. Our Mm. roles have changed since 100 years ago. We're out, we're ambitious career women. You know, we go after what we want, that's brilliant. But that's masculine energy, drive, ambition, Mm. focus, breaking down barriers, breaking down challenges. Feminine energy is sitting back, receiving, nurturing. So... A lot of women say, you know, but I just, I'm asking him out, you know, on the app or in real life to get the date. I want to get it moving. I want to have kids. I want to have a relationship. It's not the way to go. Stay in your feminine energy. Let the guys do the pursuing. And it's also a way to smoke the guys out that aren't interested. Because any guy that's interested will pursue. Men are simple. Us women are complex. Men are simple black and white. They're amazing. They just go after what they want and it's simple. When things get complex, like I don't know what's going on and he didn't ring me and should I ring him? They're all red flags that the guy's not all in. And if the guy's not all in, he's out. There's no in between. 
You know, I say it's like having one leg on a boat and one leg on the shore. It doesn't work. You're either on the boat or you're on the shore. But do you think if you're somebody who's been through a couple of bad situations, let's say, that you can overthink things like that? Like if they're not on too straight away, like that doesn't necessarily always mean that they're not interested, you know? A hundred percent. And overthinking is a big thing that I see and that I class as a big problem that creates anxiety Mm. because you overthink and instead you should listen to your instinct. You should listen to your body. They've done research that your instinct is miles ahead, even in time. They did an experiment with cards. The red cards were good cards. The blue cards, when they were playing poker, were bad. And they hook people up to sweat gland machines and heart monitors and everything. And 10 minutes before their intellectual mind realised which ones the bad cards were, they had sweated and everything 10 minutes beforehand when they were getting the bad cards. So their body knew. So we should get out of our head. The intellectual mind is overrated and get back into our instinct. And you know what? I think sometimes we can get so distracted by everything else and like giving somebody that time in order to really like allow your gut to feel anything. You know, that's a commitment in itself, isn't it? Very true. Very true. And I think when we feel that attraction for someone, you know, you want it to work. You're all in. You're hoping. And of course, you know, us humans, we fantasize, especially women, you know, very quickly on, you know, us women, we're seeing the wedding day and we want it to work. But instead, I say, hold back, be the love detective. That's what I call it. Mm-hmm. So instead of, you know, dancing like a monkey and trying to, you know, enhance them into our life, we also have to sit back and say, OK, is this guy my friend? That's number mm-hmm. one. You need three things for a lasting mm-hmm. relationship. They have to be your best friend. You have to have the chemistry and you have to have shared values. Not so much common ground, shared values. So sit back and watch the person say, you know, are they going to be kind to my mom? Are they going to be kind to my dad? Are they mm-hmm. going to be enhance my life? Are they going to be nice to me? Just take that step back and wait to see what that person is really like. Because, you know, people can pretend a lot as well. There's mm-hmm. a lot of time wasters out there. There are people that are out for fun that don't want the long term relationship, you know, whereas you might. And people can string people along. So you have to protect your time and your feelings as well. I also think, I know people can put on a facade, but I do think people show their true colours pretty quickly. And you kind of sometimes can decide whether you want to believe it or not, you know. Brilliant point. Within the first one to three months, that's the most delicate time of relationship. And really... The true person comes out, anybody can put on a facade up to three months, but normally it comes out within the first one to two. The red Mm -hmm. flags are there. We just choose to ignore them Mm -hmm. or say I can change the person, you know, but it is it's there very early on. That is so true. What trends are you seeing in dating at the moment? People believe that they can't meet somebody offline. They believe they can only meet somebody on the apps. Not true. But if you want to start to meet people in real life, you have to start conversations in real life. Okay. The other trends are the women pursuing, the guys being afraid almost to ask girls out. They would be the main things and that people really are jaded from the apps. That's they a are, big trend. Aren't they like? Yeah, they are. And be- why is that, do you think? I would say, you know, said with love and respect, it's just that they're not being used properly and people are getting too involved quickly. They're putting too much investment into somebody they've seen just talking through text Mm. before they know the full picture. Yeah, you like imagine a person before you even know them. Exactly. And they're spending too much time talking back and forth. They're feeling that connection is Mm. growing, that bond but really get off as quick as you can. Four to five messages, really. Now, it does depend. You have to use your emotional intelligence. You have to warm the person up, you know, before you meet them. 
But, you know, it really should only be used for that connection. Get off as quick as you can. And then there's such a thing as pheromones. Yeah. It's the chemical scent of a person in real life. You either like it or you don't. So how would you advise people to use the apps correctly? To get off as quickly as possible is the main thing. Is the main thing. But so what about the things like the pictures and how much information you share and things like that? So be on two to three apps at a time, but only pay for two at a time for the minimum subscription. Because some people say, oh, you know, I hated Match. I only go on Hinge. They've gone on a few and they don't like them. Mm -hmm. So that's you have to just experience them yourself and see which one you like. That's number one. Number two, the pictures are 90% of the profile. They have to be right. People, you know, are swiping. They make up their mind about you in one fortieth of a second. Just think how quick that is. <laughs> it's lightning fast. So the pictures have to be right. Now, the bio is 10% of it and that still has to be right. It's so fast. It's so you know, funny. You're a brand online. Mm. We can't deny it. Mm-hmm. Louise, you know, we can't deny it. You are and you have to sell yourself the best you can. So but then th- are we not all selling ourselves the same? In a way, we are, and that's why we have to get off and meet in real life to see. Yeah, chemistry. yeah, yeah, that's true. It's just like an advert. It's like, look, if you saw Pepsi or Coke, the mm-hmm. advert, then you go into the shop and you go, you know what, I, I'm going to go for the Coke or whatever. Then if you didn't like that, you could say, you know what, I'm going to try Pepsi. Yeah. It, it is trial and error. And what people forget is love is a numbers game. It's just like business. Mm-hmm. Don't believe anybody who says it isn't. It is a numbers game. You've got to get out there, meet people, see what you like, you know, see what values you have that you're looking for in another person mm. and all that. But there are ways you can improve your pictures. No selfies. No hats, no sunglasses, no sexiness, no pouting. Why I'm saying that is research has shown the number one thing people look for online is honesty. So if you're not hiding behind anything, they can see your face, you know, and smile. That'll put you in the 1%. Mm-hmm. People don't smile. And guys are way worse than girls for the pictures. You know, they're <laughs> trying to be hot, you know, <laughs> said lovingly and they're doing their best. But just go on and smile and show that you're a nice person. The main thing online is to be approachable, be friendly. You want to start conversations with people. So I met my boyfriend, Mark, online. Yeah, we're together like this year. It'll be three years. And I remember, like, I remember you want the photo with the friends and you want the photo with they like animals, you know, all these kind of things. There's all these things <laughs> yeah. that like boxes you have to tick almost. It's so funny. And I remember like if there was ever, say somebody with a baby, oh, they have kids or, you know, it's probably not even their baby. Is it their, you know, this kind of a thing. Like it's it's so funny. It, it is. And I mean, it's true. Research shows that if you have a pet, put them in the picture, they get more likes. Mm. And if you have a long, full length picture, you'll get 200% more messages because it shows honesty. Yeah. You're not hiding who you are. You're saying, this is me. I'm this height. I'm this weight. Because men tend to lie about their height and women tend to lie about their weight. And I mean, I had a guy and he met a girl and her pictures were from 20 years before the now she and she had the pictures up and he said like she was completely different so you know the catfishing and all that that goes Mm. on people don't want that but have four to five pictures it's enough only have you in the picture have you from your waist or torso up and smile and have you know what you're trying to do is have nice pictures that show you've an interesting life I'm a nice person I've an interesting life you know, you'd love to be part of my life. You know, I'll enhance your life. That's what you're trying to say. But you're also trying to have those boundaries is kind of what you're saying as well. Like not to share 
whatever you want or not to share too much. Yeah, I think the, back to that formula, mystery plus anticipation. Okay. Oh, the mystery is big. Mm-hmm. You want to save something for the first date. Yeah. So, you know, the bio, the magic ratio for the bio is talk 70% about yourself and 10% about the other person. Now, that doesn't mean listen, listen, listen. I'm looking for someone trustworthy, loyal, rich. You know, it's not about that. Mm. You don't want to appear high maintenance and, you know, research has shown that is what happens. You want to... Speak a bit about yourself. You know, I love yoga. Uh, you know, I, I love films. Whatever you're saying in the 70%. And then you say, you know, I'm looking for someone who values family. Mm-hmm. If you want to have family, I'm looking for someone who values health and the outdoors. Yeah. And everybody, it's so funny, is looking for the same thing. They'll all say that. I look. I want somebody honest, trustworthy, fit, someone who takes care of themselves, somebody who has goals. Women love passionate energy. Mm. You know, they love a guy with goals and ambition. And each person, even male and female, say the same thing. So what I say is you have to be the one, become the one to attract the one. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like back to the law of attraction, like attracts like. So I would say, you know, do that. Use the law of attraction. Be the best version of yourself. And that's what you'll attract then. Do you think it's important to know what you're looking for or to be more open-minded? Bit of both, but you have a, a RAS system in your brain. It's like a heat-seeking missile that if you tell your brain what you want, it will subconsciously go out and seek that to get what you want, your goals. So I advise people make a top five deal-breaker list on the opposite page, make a top five dream wish list. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get everything, but you're, you know, it's the thing about if you aim for the moon, you'll be among the stars. Mm. You will... You will Prime your brain for looking for what you want. And again, you said, you know, should we, you know, be more open minded? Great question. Just because the person doesn't tick all the boxes, I would still give everybody a chance. They did an experiment. People wrote down what they wanted on a piece of paper. They said, OK, you've all the boxes ticked there. We'll get those people that tick all the boxes. Mm. They got the people that ticked all the boxes, put them in a room with other people. And the people ended up speaking to people that didn't tick any box because mm. other research has shown attraction is built on engagement and interaction. So your tone of voice, how you move, how our brains dance together. Because mm-hmm. when people interact, their two brains, mm-hmm. you know, interact and do a, a dance together. And that's what builds attraction. So that's what's so elusive about chemistry and love. Yeah, you can have it's so different. It's so different so than... Different finding somebody attractive in a picture than when you have that chemistry with somebody in real life. Exactly. So I would make the list, but give everybody a chance and be aware, you know, just because they don't have all the stripes doesn't mean they're not right. I mean, I know the research has shown as well that women want to date guys that are equal or above from them. I have a master's, so I want a guy who has a master's. It's about education. A lot of it is women that come to me. They say, you know, I have my degree, I have my education, so I want somebody the same. But I say, look at Richard Branson. He left school at 16. High emotional intelligence, Mm -hmm. you know. Are you, are you going to not date somebody like that because they don't have the stripes as it were, the degree? So I give this example about Julia Roberts. She was the number one actress in the world for how many years? And she didn't marry an A-lister. He was what they call a grip in Hollywood, which is a cameraman. And she had the magic formula. You know, she knew they had chemistry. She knew he was her 
best friend. She said, you know, he was very good to her and they got on like a house on fire. And she wasn't looking at the things that don't matter. It's about the soul connection. So, you know, don't think of those things as it has to be or I'm not talking to the guy because I know women have taught me that themselves that they do this. Mm-hmm. Don't have an open mind. Be like Julia Roberts and you'll hit gold. They're married 20 years this year. Very happy couple. Oh, that's so nice. So nice. So we've chatted a little bit about the dating apps. Do you think they work? Do you think they're good? Do you think they're not for everyone? So I would say... Obviously, they're a business. Okay, we have to be honest. They're a business. They run in an algorithm. We we can't deny that. Having said that, in comparison to 100 years ago, isn't it fantastic that you can sit in your pyjamas eating chocolate Hmm. and look at all these lovely available men because there are great men out there. We just got to give them a chance. And you can swipe and flick and, you know, there's no getting ready for two hours and having to go out for five or six hours in a pub or a club Mm -hmm. like it was ages ago. So I think they're a fantastic asset, but you have to use them properly. And one in three meet online. So my advice really is to have your leg in every pond. Try and meet people outside and use the apps as well. There are so many now. When we were, we had Greg O'Shea in recently and he was chatting about the app Raya or Raya, however it's pronounced. Do you think it matters which one you're on or is there certain ones that are better for certain people? I would say it does as in I have like two clients, one is male, one is female. They will not go on any other app except Hinge. That is their thing. They relate to, you know, it's like social media. Mm. I mean, some people love Facebook, some people love Instagram. You have your preference. So it is like that. And that's why I'm saying go on Mm -hmm. on three apps, but only pay for two at a time because you have to test them yourself. And I know a lot of the same people are on multiple apps, so you'll see the same faces too. But I would say it does matter. Like Tinder is seen as the hookup app. It's always been the, you know, it brought in the swipe culture. It's always been the more fun hookup app. Whereas Match is kind of seen as the more long-standing, you know, relationship app. People have had great success as well on Tinder and Match. So I think really you have to test it yourself. But yes, there is, I mean, there's specific apps just for professionals that are on a certain amount of money or looking for a certain type of person. You know, there's 600 euro a month for the membership. Mm. There are, you know, there's a geek app in the UK that my friend has set up. They're very specific. There's farmers apps. So, you know, there's oh niche. God, no yeah, niche apps. You know, if you were looking for something like my friend says, you know, I'm dying to meet a geek. I love geeks. I think they're so interesting. So she set up an app? Uh, no, 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 actually, no, that was a different <laughs> friend. <laughs> but I, I sent her to my friend that set up the geek app because she was specifically looking for a geek. Now the girl said, I love farmers. I'd love to be a farmerette. Mm. You know, some women say, I don't want farmer. The hours are long or, yeah. you know, whatever. Like, again, that's that. I, I feel that approach is wrong. Give everybody a chance. But... That girl was looking for a geek. The other girl was looking for a farmer. There's niche apps Mm -hmm. that, you know, have specific people on them. I remember when I was in New York, there was specific apps for Jewish people. There you go. Yeah. You know that. Mm. There's something for everyone, but you've got to search and you've got to put a bit of work in. I mean, I say, you know, go on the apps, but don't go on longer than 20 minutes. So even go on three times a day because after 20 minutes, your brain registers it as a negative experience. Yeah, and it can feel like a chore. I remember it, like I I remember it well, but I do think it's important to put yourself out there and sometimes it just... It means meeting the wrong people before you meet the right person. Exactly. You've got to kiss a few frogs before you meet the right one. And it's well worth it. It's like, you know, digging for gold. There's a lot of dirt, but then you find that nugget and it's worth every Mm. sweat and tear, you know, drop of sweat and and tears you you, you have to go through. Yeah. No, and like I met Mark during lockdown. 
and we were like living in different places like if it wasn't for online you know that's it I said we're so lucky to have it it's just you have to change your thinking the thinking about them is wrong yeah. at the minute because I appreciate people are using them wrong they're jaded and because of COVID we only had it for two years yes. but they are a brilliant asset they are fantastic yeah I feel like every second couple I meet now has met online in some shape or form like you it's know. true it's true I mean 20 years ago people would say you're online oh my god are you desperate you know what? what's wrong with you you're mm. online you you mustn't be able to meet anyone that was the attitude now you say oh I have. Uh, I know a guy he meets a different you know woman every second week on a Saturday night he chats them up in the pub he's on no apps mm. and if he says you know oh, I'm not on dating apps oh my god what's wrong with you how do you meet women you know why aren't you on them it's done a complete 360. Before it was like, what's wrong with you? Now it's like, you're not on them. Yeah. What's wrong with you? Because it's like you have to put stuff out there and kind of learn what you like and what you don't like, I guess, in a way as well. Don't you, you do. You do. And you have to see, you know, what values and what you're looking for. And when you date different people, you see that. You, you see and you get better at dating. You get the practice of actually dating. So, you know, even if you're with a guy and you go, you meet him and you say, oh God, there's nothing happening here. You know, no chemistry, no sparks. In the last 10 minutes, say you've sat down, you've had a coffee for 10 minutes with him. Don't think of it, oh, I'm wasting my time. Think of it, look, this is a good experience. Mm-hmm. It's good for him. It's nice to have conversations with nice people. You're practicing your dating etiquette and so is he and it's, it's all good. So, yeah. you know, it's all a good experience. It's all a process and people don't like, I appreciate it, it's the same with anything. People don't like the process. Mm-hmm. You go to the gym, you want a six pack. You don't like the process of going in every day <laughs> for three months, seeing nothing for the first maybe, you know, two months. It's the process. You're not seeing the seeds underneath the earth growing and people don't like the process, but the process works and if you stick with it, you know, you will you will win. What would be your advice for somebody who hasn't been on a date in a really long time? to get themselves back out there? I would say, first of all, start having conversations with everybody. The 17-year-old girl behind the till of a petrol station, the old woman crossing the street that you're crossing the street with, the child eating the ice cream, Mm. everybody, just up your social skills. Push yourself out of your comfort zone and get talking to everybody. And then when you see the hot guy or girl, you'll be able to make conversation Mm -hmm. very quickly. Also, I'd say do two to three things a day to move you closer to your goal. So hire a coach, read a book about dating, you know, watch a YouTube video on it. Just start moving towards your goal, upping your skills. Mm. That that's what I would say. Work on it. People that are successful in any area of their life, you know, Hollywood, athletes, business people, they do something every day to work towards their goal. Mm. And it all adds up. It could be only five minutes a day, but over time, it's a lot. And there are brilliant things out there now, the YouTube videos, the books, coaches, you know. I teach people how to build the attraction through conversation. I have a special blueprint. It's called Find the One with Three. Mm. Um, It's my trademark blueprint. And the three things, all you need, I promise everybody out there listening, all you need to find the right person is the three C's, confidence, conversation and connection and how you build the emotional connection because that's what you have to have to get somebody to fall in love with you. Confidence, 
conversation, conversation and connection. On both sides, that needs to uh, be... No, just yourself, just yourself to, okay. to, in, in, to enable you to find the right person. If you have confidence you're going to go out, you're going to make those conversations. Mm-hmm. When you know how to make a good conversation and make somebody feel good, they associate that feeling with you and they say, oh my God, you know, mm-hmm. I really like hanging out with her. I want to hang out with her some mm-hmm. more. That builds the emotional connection, number three connection. And you have to have the emotional connection for somebody to fall in love with you. So mm-hmm. if you know how to build attraction through conversation, you know, and men and women are different. I mean, men and women have different brains. We have more grey matter, us women. We can think and feel at the same time. Guys can't. That's why yeah. women say, you know, but you're not listening to me. You're, you've your head strong. You're not, because they can't do two things at once. So don't be harsh on them. <laughs> they really can't do it. It's not that they're not listening. It's so true. You know, I feel like women are so good at multitasking. We're, we, we can multitask with the thinking <laughs> and feeling. Guys can't. So, you know, Men are different. You, you, Men should sit back and leave women do 70 to 80% of the talking on a date. Masculine energy is listening. Feminine energy is talking. So women de-stress and vent by talking. That's why we have the sisterhood and we love going for walks with our girlfriends mm-hmm. and having the chat. You know, it's a way of de-stressing. So building attraction through conversation is different with a man to a woman. Mm. So I teach people all these skills, how to stay in their masculine energy, how to stay in their feminine energy, how to build attraction, you know, how to have a great first date, what to wear. You know, women are big into image. We don't like a guy turning up in runners in a hoodie. Mm. You know, we want to see that they made an effort. That's because we're big into our image and we put a lot of effort in. So we want to see that. So it could be even just a small shift like that. Mm -hmm. For people who are really stuck on, they're done with the dating apps in real life, where would you suggest people meet or where do you find the people meet? I would say for women, go to a big male catchment area, for instance, a boxing club. Be strategic. Like, you know, I'm into to strategies. I'm into being strategic. There's no point in going to a yoga class. Well, if you want to make more friends, but if mm. you're looking for a guy, most of the women, most of the people there are women. And I say to guys, you know, don't go to a kickboxing class. Go mm. to a yoga class mm-hmm. if you want to meet women. So I would get out as much as I could, mm. join groups. Again, it's a bit of testing. You know, I've had people that have joined walking groups and the people there are 60 or 70 years of age, all married. you got to test it. So don't sign up for a year to a place when you, you know, don't know what's involved. But, you know, go to a cooking class. If you're a guy, maybe go out and do things. And the other thing I would say is say yes to everything. You know, I make this joke. If your neighbour's cat is having a birthday and you're invited to a birthday party, say yes. Sounds exhausting. <laughs> but yeah, no, you're right. You have yeah, it, to. It, it does take a bit of energy. You know, it does. I mean, anything in life worthwhile, you know, getting, you know, your degree, you know, getting through school, it is energy and it is a bit of work, but anything worthwhile is a bit of work and it's worth it. So say yes to everything Mm -hmm. because it's about networking. It's about numbers. You'll meet new people. You're right about kind of putting your mind in the frame of men because like they, for example, when I grew up with my friends, we prefer to go to like a nice cocktail bar than to go to like a smelly old man's pub. Do you know that's But I know from chatting to my friends that like, you're not going to meet anybody in there, like, you know. No, no, it's so true. And a big thing as well, I'm glad you brought this up about the women going out. I see women, I call us the wolves, right? We're packs. We travel in packs. 
you know, women can't, they, they can, but normally they can't mentally, they don't want to go out for a drink mm-hmm. on their own. I get it. That versus the males, the males I call the lone lions because they can go out for a pint on their own. Nobody's going to say, you know, he's out for a pint on his own. So when the women are out, they should separate from the group. Yeah, because it's kind of, it must be intimidating for No, men. 100%. You're dead right. No man is going to come up. Very seldom, though, not point not not one percent of guys are going to come up to a group of girls and chat the group up. And it's also very hard because if they do, the mistake they make is they chat the one girl up that they're attracted to. If guys are listening to this today, if you're going to approach a group, acknowledge the whole group first, talk to the whole group for a couple of minutes and then single out the mm-hmm. attractive girl mm-hmm. that you, you fancy. But women should walk around the nightclub, the bar, go to the toilet on their own, give guys a chance to approach you. And I promise you, do this, do this this weekend, just test it. If you even stand on your own at the bar for a couple of minutes or just even near the toilet or just near near, near a stool or seating on your own, the amount of guys that will approach you. They'll come up making jokes. Guys might stick out their tongue to you if they're standing across from you. Guys will come up and say, can I buy you a drink? You know, help them to ask you out to to make a connection. There's a silver lining to not being served right away then. Yes, yes. That is so true, yes. So there's loads of like terms now with online dating. I'm going to ask you about them. Just give me your thoughts. Brilliant. Ghosting? Ghosting in my day was called LFD, left for dead. That's what we used to call it. (laughs) It's just a new name. It's the same thing. It's been around forever. But it's more prominent online now because you can pull from different countries, the people you're connecting with, different counties. Mm. Before, when we didn't have that, your mom knew their mom. And, you know, it could be all around town, your reputation. And wasn't that very nasty Mm. that Tom ghosted Emily? You had that reputation. Now you can do it behind the screen. Nobody knows who you are and there's not so much of a backlash. But Mm -hmm. it's always been around. I would say don't take it so personally. The best thing people can do in life in general is not to take things as personally as we do. We do feel it's Mm. all about us. It's a human nature thing. But really, it's what the other person's going through as well. You know, they could have got back with their ex. Mm. They could be trying and then say, you know what, I'm not able. I just Mm. broke up with someone. I'm going to come off. But people don't like confrontation. People don't Mm -hmm. like to say, I don't really like you. I'm not going to talk to you anymore. It's easier just to ghost somebody. And some people are just okay with it. Like I have friends that would ghost people. I love them to bits. But I don't, I just, I'm like, can you not just send a message? And they're like, oh no. And I'm like, okay, well, you do you. You know, it's not up to me to, and like, that's just different people and they they mean no harm. It's just. Exactly. It's not personal. They're just not that into it. We have to be honest, it is on the rude side. Mm. I mean, all you have to say is send the message. You know, thank you. You can use this line, you know, thank you so much for your time. I'm not feeling a huge connection. Yeah. So I don't want to waste your time and I don't want to waste my time. And I wish you the best of luck with everything. You but write out that script, even after first date and send it yeah, to someone. Yeah, I totally agree with you, but I can understand that that's hard to do. It's, it, it's it, a braver move than It is. One. And people, you know, some people have the attitude, I've gotten ghosted, I've ghosted people, all is fair in love and mm. war. So mm. I wouldn't take it personally. It crushes a lot of people. People think it's all about them and they take it on themselves. Yeah. No, it's fantastic. You've got to have this new thinking. This is brilliant. This person has got out of your way. Mm. What is bad is what I call the stringers. The people that, you know, are zombing, that they keep going, coming back, ghosting, mm. coming back. 
they're the people that can waste a decade of your life. I have women come to me and said, I spent five, 10 years on this guy. I am now 40. I'm freaking out that, you know, my biological clock, coming back to that, I'm not going to have kids. I waste all this time. That's a problem. You know, them wasting your time, you wasting your time on them as well. We have to take responsibility. That makes me mad, like at that man for doing that to someone. Yeah, and that's why you're right. That's why... People have to protect themselves. But women must do it too, right? It's not just men who do it. Women do it too. Yes, that is true. So I say to people, you've got to protect the two most valuable commodities in your life are your time and your energy. You don't get them back. Yeah. So you've got to protect it. You've got to have your boundaries and be assertive. Mm -hmm. So I say, you know, when you get into the fifth, sixth date, you need to say what you want. People date people for three years and then say, you know what, I want to get married. And the bloke says, well, I don't. I, I didn't know you needed, wanted that. So do you, do you think it is more of a problem with men in, in this scenario? Say, I would say it is more prominent with men because their biological clock yeah. is longer. They're not in a rush. Like, yeah. You know, women, women are thinking that way with the biological clock so that we have to be honest. That is true. But mm-hmm. women do do it too. Yeah. But you've got to protect yourself. Nobody's going to protect yourself and, and assert yourself only you Mm -hmm. you have to stick up for yourself and say what you want you know so So, ghosting is good in my opinion in comparison to that yeah uh, my next term for you thing breadcrumbing this is like the stringer this is one of the worst things don't allow it to happen to you take control cut it off early cut it dead exactly Louise yeah it is so dangerous. It takes up your emotional, mental and physical. Sometimes if you're meeting the guy yeah. and your, your time, all of your time and energy, it is a waste of time. Remember, people are simple. They're either in, they're out. And women do it too, you know. Mm-hmm. And if a woman is all in, she's not going to do that. We're women, we know, you know. And normally, you know, within the first month and in the first couple of dates, I'm crazy about this guy. I think he's amazing or vice versa. The guy will say that. So there's going to be no breadcrumbing. Mm. It's going to be simple. Dating is simple when people are all in. It's a red flag if things are cloudy and foggy and you don't really know what's going on and he's coming and he's going or she's coming and going. They're red flags. Mm. What about the term soft launching? I actually got it given out to for this when me and Mark started going out because... I wasn't ready and he wasn't ready for me to share. But like also like when you're spending that much time with someone and you share your life, it's a very hard to cut that out. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. No more soft launches ever again. We don't need to worry about that. <laughs> yes. I oh. would say, yeah. I would say, you know, wait till both parties are ready. Are ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. you know, it's respectful, I suppose. Now, I don't blame people if they're, you know, excited about being with someone and they want to put it mm. up and they're like, OK, you might be ready, but I'm so dying to show you off. I get that. But, you know, it can cause hassle, the different attitudes even to social media. Yeah. You know, yeah. I had a couple and one guy, he had nothing on social media and she shared everything. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he said to her, I really, I have no problem I get you, love it. I get you want to share, but I really don't want to be part of it. Yeah. So, you know, please don't share me you or whatever. She said, no, exactly. Yeah. So it's just about boundaries, about good communication. You know, I'd say good communication, really a good relationship should, you know, be at the, it will 10 preferably, but, you know, we're human. So eight or nine all the time. Mm-hmm. Clear communication. Anytime it isn't at an eight or nine, go back to the drawing board, say, you know, listen, I need to talk to you about this. You know, we need to come up with a plan, whatever. But the the good communication is key. So before we finish up, do you want to share some success stories to give us all a little bit of hope? Maybe people you've dealt with or people you've come across. 
Yeah, I have one I'll tell you about right now. I had a girl. She was an American, a celebrity, so I can't say too much. And she had been very unlucky in love. She was dating a famous athlete and he wasn't interested. So I, I mean, she told me the story. She said, I'm not feeling it. You know, I'm not happy with what's going on. But, you know, what do you think? And I said, well, you know, the signs are there. The red flags are there. He's not all in. So she ended it with him. They weren't even really dating, you know, all in. And she went back on the apps. She did everything I taught her strategically. She took massive action within two months of us working together. She had like eight guys, I remember, and two of them had the same name. And we were making a joke saying you'll have to, you know, create an Excel spreadsheet, (laughs) you know, so as not to get mixed up. But she did everything. She did the numbers. She remembered that love is, is a numbers game. She dated loads of guys when she was dating three or four guys at a time that she wasn't interested, you know, she said, thank you very much. I don't want to waste your time and not feeling the connection. She did everything even the right way with karma. And two months later, on one of the apps, I think it was either Match or Bumble, because people have asked me about this. What, what app was it that she met the guy? She met a billionaire businessman who was American as well, but he was in between America and London. And they are as happy as Larry. The last thing I heard was he asked her over to house shop in London with him because she, he wanted her input in the house and everything. He couldn't do enough for her and they're blissfully happy. I had a second story of a girl in her 50s. She had very bad luck in love all her life and she met a couple of guys and one guy in particular she was into but he wasn't all in either. And they had a texting episode where it didn't go well and he kind of insulted her and she got on to me for an emergency hour session it ended up being a three-hour emergency session and I said you know more now for a day or two you were unlucky but get back on the horse she went back on the apps and really was all in this time because she hadn't been all in with the apps because again it's like the breadcrumbing and all that he was distracting her Mm -hmm. and taking up all her Mm -hmm. emotional energy she went back on the apps within two weeks she met her guy And she had a very specific thing that she wanted to meet a widower. She wanted to meet a widower. And I said, you know, have an open mind. There are great single guys out there too. Was she a widow? She wasn't, but she had a lot of, she had been grieving. She Mm -hmm. had a a very close relative dying. She had a lot of death in Mm -hmm. her family. And she said, I feel, you know, that we'd understand each other's journey. She went online, put everything into it. And within two weeks, she met her guy. And that was two years ago. And she still sends me pictures like of the dress and shoes that she wear to dinner with him. And she says, you know, you changed my life. We're going out to dinner again today. I'm so happy, you know. So people, once they put the work in and they say, my person is out there looking for me too. Because make no mistake, they are. Mm. Your person is looking for you too. There's 8 billion people in the world. There's actually a couple of people for us, not just one. So there's there's other stories I could tell you, but they're the two main ones. You know, you, you just keep at it. Don't give up. I you can do that. it. Yeah, thank you so much for all the advice. I hope that helps someone who's listening and I'm sure it will and if people want to find you where can they find you? I'm on all social media platforms mm-hmm. you can go to my website www.franciskellerhercoaching.com we have free resources for people there you can download my 15 minute free video that will help you it's all about online and we'd be thrilled to help people reach out to me Thank you so much Francis. Thank you so much what a pleasure Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you enjoyed it. I just thought this was such a fun topic to talk about and also really helpful because I feel like it can be a minefield 
So yeah, I hope you got something from it. I hope you enjoyed it. And I'll see you back next week for our bonus episode, which will be out on Monday.